YPNO from home episode 22. We are of course as always live from the couch in my room. Today we have a special guest. We have Leanne Kimber who is the assistant director of planning and development. Uh, thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. We have a few questions for you. Um, they're mostly about uh, GIS services. So first can you kind of just give us an overview of what GIS services is and what is its primary function? Sure, yeah. Um, so GIS services is an area within planning development and design um, under Frank Wong. So um, GIS services is an area that supports IPNO and other university organizations um, by creating maps and maintaining still data. So this could be anything from buildings, parking, trees, lights, fences, um, property boundaries, utilities uh, is a new thing that we're adding very soon. Um, so we maintain all of this data and then some of it we also show in a publicly available format on the university's campus map, which you can get at uh, uh, maps.ruckers.edu. Um, so there's kind of those two pieces. One is you know data that we maintain that we provide to people on request and then also the online campus map that's almost like a self-serve, you know, easily accessible to anyone at the university and the public, um, just application for people to the key spatial information like buildings and parking, transportation that they might need to get around. That's great. And um, you mentioned like a lot of different data types and, and collecting a bunch of different data. So could you talk to us a little bit about the new strategic initiative within GIS services that's going on right now? Yeah, absolutely. So. Um, we are working right now over probably the next 18 months or so to implement what we're calling a strategic initiative. It's going to be, it's a very broad term to describe, you know, the sense that we need to sort of formalize and document all of the communication protocols that we use to transfer information. Um, so we do have a ton of data. Like I said, we have some data that we show on the campus map, which is a really small amount of data. Um, in addition to that, we probably have you know, 15, 20 additional data sets that isn't key information for everyone at the university to see, but it's stuff that we want to maintain. Um, and right now we don't have, you know, a standardized, formalized way of maintaining that data. And the data itself might not have all the information in it that people need in order to answer the questions they need to do their job. So um, what the strategic initiative will do is talk to a bunch of stakeholders throughout the university, whether in IPNO or outside. Um, and figure out what their needs are in their day-to-day -day jobs and then how the data can actually support those needs. So knowing what they need helps us help them make the data do what they need it to do, if you could put it that way. Um, it's gonna make our organization a lot more efficient in responding to map and data requests um, because we'll have, basically we'll have our data set up in such a way that with a few clicks of a button, we can answer a lot of different questions. Whereas right now it might take us a really long time to answer those questions. Um, so I think that's one piece of it. And then the other piece is this, you know, beyond just standardizing the data, it's coming up with communication protocols that allow us to make sure that it stays um, up to date, accurate and reliable going forward. So I think like a good example is if we were to demolish a building on campus, um, how do we GIS find out that building has been demolished and update the map so that the building's no longer shown? Um, right now, I can name anecdotally probably three different people I could get that information from, but formalizing the process of when did that happen? When do we consider it demolished? 
And who is responsible for telling us that is a, you know, formalizing that process data is always reliable. So I think a lot of people are, are probably familiar with the MAPS project, um, but you mentioned uh, 15 other sets of data. Like, can you, can you tell us sort of like what that data involves? Sure. Like what is it specifically? Yeah, we actually, um, in 2019, we had, we hired a vendor who's working on converting all of our utilities data, which is sort of a separate project. Um, you're converting it from CAD to GIS so that it can be um, available in a more enhanced way on the online campus map. But as part of that project, they had to fly airplanes over the entire campus and take a new ortho imagery, which is basically aerial imagery taken from some height while you're flying over. Um, because of that, we were able to capture a lot of different um, base mapping data. Um, so trees, lights, fences, walls, paths and trails, curbs, driveways, you know, you name it, anything that you can basically see from an airplane, we were able to collect it and create this data, which will make it a lot more rich and can help um, support a lot of decision-making at the university just by having that available. Um, so those types of things are what we, what we have available. And then beyond that, there's other things that we'd like to develop over time. Like we'd love to develop um, a land use land cover layer that, that shows, you know, throughout the campus, what, you know, how is this land classified? And there are, you know, standardized ways of classifying that. Um, that's a data set that we don't have. Um, so things like that to, to add as well to our sort of warehouse of data. Is the plan to ultimately put all of that data into the campus map or is this for other, for other projects? Um, good question. We do, like this year, uh, when we release the utilities enhancements, we are gonna add a few um, base mapping um, aspects to the map. So I think we're adding like benches and trees and light poles and walls and fences, um, which you can't see on there right now. So that'll be an enhancement. I think with the campus map, it's important to make sure that it's as user-friendly as possible for as many people as possible. So we really try to keep it um, focused on the stuff that everyone really cares about. Um, so if it's something that's a very esoteric thing, you know, piece of data that not everyone really cares about, like, I don't know, maybe smokestacks or staircases. Um, so a few people probably have a really good need to use that data, but it might not be applicable to everyone. Um, because the more data we add to the map, the, you know, more power it takes to kind of run it and make sure it's not laggy um, and that it's it's being really responsive and user-friendly. So that's always a balance, but I think we, we do, as we talk to stakeholders throughout the process and feedback that we get all the time, we do track all the suggestions that people make. Um, and when certain things rise to the top, then, you know, we talk to our vendor about, you know, creating a scope of work so that we can enhance the map even further. Um, but knowing that we have that data makes it possible to add it one day if, if the need arises. And then I think the other important thing to remember is that we can always create maps for people if they need them, even if it's not available, you know, as a self-service on the online map. Um, so we have a, a button that I think John actually created for us on the uh, IPNO website. Um, it's basically just a map and data request form on the PD&D page. And um, request a, a map or just a piece of data from that request form um, so that we can create something customized if what's shown on the campus map doesn't meet your needs. That's great. Thank you. Yeah. Anything um, else? All right. Uh, <laughs> I think that was uh, all of our questions. I think you did a good job of, uh, of summing it all up. Um, so thanks for coming on and for being uh, 
for being the guest this week. And if there's anything else you want to say, we'll give you the last word. Okay, great. No, thank you. Um, I think I covered everything I was planning to say, but um, people can, I don't know if you share contact information, but if people have specific questions about, you know, what we do or what we can offer, they can always reach out to me. All right. Sounds good. Very good. I'll throw it in at All the right. end. Thanks, Thank guys. you again. Thank you. Bye. Again.